Hey everybody, welcome to Couch Co-op. I'm your host, Andy Yeager. With me is always my co-host, Dunkle. What's up, shit turds? <laughs> With us tonight, special guest, Rachel. Hi. Uh, on this week's podcast, we're going to be discussing... Hi. <laughs> <laughs> on this week's podcast, we're going to be discussing Crash Bandicoot 2, The Wrath of Court... I mean... Oh, Jesus. Cortex <laughs> Strikes Back. Jay, it's how Bob, man. Before we get to that, uh, Haley Steinfeld is an Avenger. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that she is. <laughs> Said to be. What do you guys think about Haley Steinfeld joining Kate the cast Bishop? of the Hawkeye TV series as Kate Bishop? Kate Bishop, how about it? Ow. She's she should be young. Cool. She, be, she ain't that young. She's 16. 18 at least. 16. I don't know. She, she's not 18. She's growled at a 16-year-old perv. Mm-hmm. Rachel, what do you think? Do you what know anything about Kate Bishop? <laughs> You know anything about Kate Bishop, Rachel? I don't know anything about Kate Bishop, and I don't know anything about Haley. What is it? Steinfeld, Steinfeld? Rachel. Steinfeld, uh, yeah. Pitch Perfect three. Look it up. She's also uh, the girl in True Grit, and she recently starred in Bumblebee. I didn't watch that. I've heard it's good. I can't. I, I can't keep going with them. That's a reboot. They're kind of shitty. Soft reboot. Soft. How so? <laughs> Dylan's ears perked up, that little skeevy little perv. Uh, yeah, Haley Steinfeld. I think she's a good actress, actually. I don't know much about her. I did not see Pitch Perfect 3, but in True Grit, she was really young. She was just a kid. Uh, Pitch Perfect, she was what in college, is, um... so she's obviously older than 16. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she's actually 22 years old. He's looking up her age. She was born in 1996, though. Wow. Uh, um, where does Kate Bishop play in the Avengers? She like who, who is she? Becomes uh, I think she becomes Hawkeye for the Young Avengers. Yep. So Hawkeye trains her to uh, be the new Hawkeye, and then she just kind of takes over. Which I think is what they're leaning into in the new, or uh, where they're headed with the new uh, Marvel movies, Young Avengers, which will be pretty sweet. I don't know much about them. I know I, I want to say. Um, Ant-Man's daughter, Cassie Lang, is one of them. She might be the Wasp in the New Avengers. Hmm. And then uh, Spider-Man is supposed to be a part of it, but rest in peace. Why isn't um, Hawkeye's daughter going to be the new Hawkeye? That's what we were talking about off air. But it's not in the comic books, as Andy said. Kate Bishop is the Hawkeye in the comics. I don't know how they'll how they'll tie that in there. I yeah. I feel like it's kind of relevant because they made it a point in Endgame. They did, kind of. Yeah, he was training her, but maybe... I, I couldn't tell you. That's the thing about these characters, especially like Hawkeye, uh, nobody gave a fuck about Hawkeye before these movies came around. Like The Marvel characters that you cared about were Hulk, Spider-Man, the X-Men... Nobody even really gave a shit about Iron Man and Captain America. Those are, they were like B-list, C-list characters. Everybody knew who they were, but nobody really cared. Same thing with Hawkeye. And now, it, it, they're, they're, they're building these stories based on his comic book lines, but there really weren't that many. Hmm, they're really taking on... That's why he's not gotten a solo movie. They didn't do justice with back in the day. Now they're really trying to get him going. Well, I just think uh, they're trying to tie it all together and make Hawkeye cool. Kate Bishop is a 
beloved character, apparently. I don't know anything about her. But. It's like She-Hulk. She-Hulk's gonna be cool, man. That'll be cool. Um. So yeah. Haley Steinfeld. She's a good actress. And I think it's a pretty big get for Disney Plus. Not bad. She's 22, so. Take back that remark. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next bit of news. We got uh, James Gunn announced uh, the full cast list for... Is it just called Suicide Squad? Or is it The Suicide Squad? I didn't see. I think it's one of the two. I call it Suicide, suicide it's Squad ca- 2. Um, on that poster that he released with, or they released with all the um, actors, it's The Suicide Squad. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's what they're calling it. So it's like a Fast and Furious kind of deal. They ran out of shit to... Tie into Bingo. the Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. The Suicide Squad. They could have just put, like, I don't know, Episode 2, like Star Wars or something like that. <laughs> I'm going off the rails here. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of his fucking mind. Uh, okay, yeah, I agree, though. Uh, the Suicide Squad. Who's got the cast list? I don't have it up. I have it up. Uh, Hey, there's know. a lot. You want me to read all of them? There is a shit yeah, read them all. John Cena was going to be involved. Fucking I, I fucking love him. I do. Right, I think I'll, he's going to be I'll read him for you. Um, hopefully my phone doesn't interfere. David Dasmalchian? Off to a good start. That's very good. That's yes. <laughs> one for one. Das- you nailed it. Dasmalt. <laughs> Whatever. That guy. John Cena. Jai Courtney. Joaquin. Yeah, okay, wait, hang on. J- uh, Jai Courtney, he played Captain Boomerang in the last one. Continue. Okay. Uh, Joaquin Cosillo. Don't know. Nathan Fillion. Okay. Joel Kinnaman. He was uh, Rick Flagg in the yeah. last one. Mailing. Yeah, yeah, we That's got That's not it. a real letter. Mailing no is what it looks like. But she the chick with the half was she? face with the sort of... Souls. Was it Katana? Katana? Is that it? <clears throat> that's a sword. I think that's her character name. I, also maybe not. Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> Keep going, Rachel. Flula Borg. Don't know her. Sean, or him. Sean Gunn. Okay. That's James Wa- Gunn's brother. <laughs> Juan Diego <laughs> Ayato. Don't know him. Storm Rick. Reich? Oh no, my Reed. God. I'm sorry. Storm Reed. Reed. This is hard to read. Read. Need to go back to a specific Reading. spelling bee. Top to bottom, <laughs> left to right. Pete <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> yeah, Pete Davidson. I saw was in it. I don't know what he's gonna do. That's funny. Maybe he'll be the Riddler. Pete, Pete Davidson? Davidson. He's on Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty funny. Uh, he is funny. Taika Waititi. Oh hell yeah. Yep. Alice Braga. Our beautiful boy, Takawa Titi. Okay. Steve G. I'll edit out that uh, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it wasn't funny? Steve Steve Agi, or A-G. A-G? A-G? Uh, Tanashi... Okay, these are really hard names. <laughs> Keep going, Rachel. We might as well make this a skit. God, Rachel Reed, foreign names. <laughs> Okay, uh, Daniela McQuire. Jesus. <laughs> Peter Capaldi. Okay, 
talked about him last time, you remember? Mr. Mm-hmm. Freeze? That's a rumor, That's but sweet. I think it's going to happen. Uh, that'd be sweet. That'd be sick, dude. Julio Ruiz. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Holland. Viola Davis. Okay, she was uh, Amanda Waller last time. She was the bad guy. I- Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba. Yes. He was said uh, to take over for Will Smith's role, but then now they're making a new character. They're making him. a different character. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, Margot Robbie. Knew that one. Yeah, she's Fuck back. Yeah. Oh god. Um. Ooh, Michael Rooker. Hell yeah. That's, That's it. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, good. um, half of them are really hard to pronounce, but you know, just look it up. You can find it on Twitter. If you Google it, it's fine. How Radio excited? Stuff. Are you guys for the Suicide Squad? Because did I don't remember. Did you that like the first? Just one? like the the new cast members, though. Like there are a lot of returning ones. Yeah, she named a bunch of the returners. Uh, I didn't hear Jay Hernandez. He wasn't there. on there. I don't, uh, well, they're saying that he said to return after his exit uh, explosion. El Diablo. Yes. That, like that's that. a rumor. This is all rumor, though. But it's a rumor saying that he might be back. After making that epic fucking exit, did you like Suicide Squad? I loved it. Okay, thought it was really good. I, it, I, I thought it was okay. It. I thought it was okay. It's watchable. I went and seen it with you, and you hated it the first go about. And I wanted to just reach around you and slap you. Okay. <laughs> Not give me a reach around. You know, I put my finger in your butt. I wondered how that was going, but thank you for clarifying. Slap me. I knew how your perverted mind would take it. That's Shit, you're the one who said it. It's just like you're so perverted that things just fall out of your mouth. You don't even look at them. <laughs> and you probably think saying fall out of your oh. mouth was perverted, and that wasn't meant to be. You're just a perv. Well, but... <laughs> Tip back. <laughs> Took it the way you said it, bud. <laughs> what else you got on this? Anything? About spit my drink out there. <laughs> Falling out. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Do you think this is gonna be, this is gonna be good? I like, think it will be good. I think James I mean, Gunn's good. Yeah, but I mean, you can only do so much with, like the plot. The problem with the last one, I think, is the plot was just so, uh, like lame. It was pretty. It was pretty lame. They, they there need was to fight no, like an Avenger or something this round. There was no like, uh, there was no. Uh, cool shit. Will Smith, I liked. Yeah, he was cool. Will uh, oh. Will Smith and Margot Robbie, I thought they did a great job, but the the storyline was just boring. I thought it was a great storyline. Do you think they did that like as an introductory? It was like, just like, it was just very basic, maybe, but it was just a very basic like like you should be able to understand what Suicide Squad is in the first five minutes of the movie. You did. And, They're all bad people getting recruited. To take on some more bad people. Right, right. Amanda Waller, she takes all these villains and turns them into a team to fight. They're supposed to be like the line of defense against Superman. Okay. But the problem is, Superman could have killed all of them guys in one punch, the same punch. Yeah, one fucking eye laser beam. Yeah, they would have been dead. None of them were even that cool. I mean, he had Captain Boomerang, his special powers throwing boomerangs. Uh, He's Margo- also a dick. Margot Robbie, her special power is a hammer. And she's crazy. Well, how's she going to be relevant to the second one, then? If she, like... Well, Jared Leto's supposed to come back, too. No, I've heard he's not. I don't know. I saw rumors, but... This is all speculation here. He was my least favorite part of the first one. Yeah, I didn't like him either. 
But he they're sucked. also making that fucking Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, and then they're making that other one with Jared Leto, supposedly. Oh, I didn't know that other one was going forward, but maybe. It's fucking stupid. I, I can't stand multiple roles being played. If you're going to do it, like, that's why I love the MCU. They stick to the franchises. They keep their actors. From what I've heard about the Joker movie, I know this we're kind of go, going astray here, but uh, the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, it's obviously a prequel, but he's not the actual Joker. He just inspires the Joker. Oh, no shit. Inspires Jared Leto. Why does he act just like him, though? He inspires him. Oh, so they just act like each other? A little copycat? Yeah, like, oh man, that guy was great, I want to be just like him. And He's fucking crazy. I instead, Jared crazy Leto puts gold on his teeth and mm. tattoos. I didn't like body. Jared Leto. As he Joker. sucked, dude. He did. He is overboard. He's fucking insane. He's fucking stupid. I guess that makes a good Joker. But no, he was terrible. <laughs> He's a bad actor. I think he's a good actor, but that was he's insane. What else has he been good on? Uh, you ever see that uh, that uh, music video, 30 Seconds to Mars, The Kill? That was a music video, Andy. That's Jerry Leto. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, I didn't hear that The Rock was said to be making an appearance in this movie. He's cast. Black Adam? He was cast as, in the DC world. He was cast a while ago, but... He's never really appeared in anything. I think he'd be great. He's a big bitch. He's a big son of a bitch. He'll be a good Black Adam. Oh, my God. I don't know much about Black, Black Adam. Show but... was so good. I haven't seen it. I loved it. It's on uh, <coughs> Cody. You can watch it for free. Get it's off on the there, Cody guys. app, you man. Can They're tracking right you. Uh, okay, last thoughts on Suicide Squad. Do you, are any of these characters, do you have any... Predictions on who they might be in the DC world. I know maybe Rachel, you don't know as much about it. Dylan's just reading no. off of Reddit, I think. But... <laughs> <laughs> I like I said last week. I think Peter Capaldi is going to be Mr. Freeze. That'd be sick. But I also think that uh, I heard on uh, Kevin Smith's podcast that they think Nathan Fillion might be the Green uh, Green Lantern. Is this all going to be happening? In this movie? Well, I mean, why not? That would make sense because... They're going to have a shit ton of superheroes. Did you see the fucking cast list? Yeah, I know. It's pretty outrageous. <laughs> Did, was uh, was Taika Waititi in the first one? No. So, who? Well, like, where is he going to fit in? He yeah. just doesn't seem like... He seems pretty average looking. Yeah, but he played Korg in Thor Ragnarok. Isn't he a director? He was the director of Thor Ragnarok, but he also played Korg. The yeah. voiced Korg. Yeah. He could voice a CGI character. That's pretty funny. Korg I mean, why funny. not? Korg's pretty funny. I wonder if there Korg's will hilarious. be... I wonder if a lot of those people will be CGI. I'm sure some of them will be, but there's just... The thing about Suicide Squad is they're just, like, offbeat characters that they throw in there. Like, I've heard one of the one of the characters is supposed to be the Polka Dot Man. He's... Yeah. I saw that. That's, what, a Batman? That's a Batman villain, villain from yeah. way back when. And then there's... Fucking stupid, though. Stupid villain. King Shark uh, is a Flash villain. <laughs> He's supposed to be in it. Well, so yeah. one of the only people that I know on that list, one of the few, is Michael Rooker. I don't, like, I don't even know where he would fit in. He was um, Yondu? Mm-hmm. On Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I don't know what character he'd... I, we'll just have to wait and see. I, and James Gunn came out and said that there's a lot of... Like, a lot of the casting that um, different news outlets have reported have been right, but a lot of them have been way wrong. So, he said he's not going to show anything until he's ready. God, Yondu. Mm. R.I.P., bud. Yeah. 
That was sad. Well, Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> that, was good. that was classic. That was good. Now, we're going to do... Okay, last bit of news. Uh, Disney is releasing The Lion King. Disney <coughs> is releasing The Lion King. And Aladdin. Fuck yeah. The video games for PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. They're remastering the original Sega slash Super Nintendo versions. Uh, we don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, it'll be a combo pack. But it'll also have both versions of the game. So, for example, the Aladdin will have the Super Nintendo version and the Sega version all in the same bundle. So you can play both, because they're different. That'll be sweet. I can't wait. I, I imagine it'll only be 20 bucks, maybe. Yeah. But uh, people have also said there's a lot of... Um, like, there may be some deleted levels that they took out of the game... What we put in there is like bonus content, and then you can also, uh, you know, interviews with the with the people who made the games and shit like that. You may get to see like, because Robin Williams, I'm pretty sure, lent lent his voice to the game as well. I think you may be able to get to see some background uh, video of that shit too. So could be pretty cool. Did, did you all play the um, like Crash and Spyro remastered? Like, I, can you compare, like, from the original to the remastered version? Do you? Because I, I, I didn't play the remastered, so I don't know. I played how the. It... Uh, I actually played the Crash uh, remake for this episode. Uh, oh, you played the new version. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the same exact. I mean, it's the same game. It's just uh, newer looking. Right, but but like, are the are the controls different? Like, no, nope, controls guess... are the exact same. Everything is. I the mean. Exact same. Uh, that's not really what I mean. Um, I mean... How do you mean? How, I, I'm trying to express how I mean. I don't know. <laughs> it, was it easier or harder than... Like, obviously, old Sega... Or, I mean, old PlayStation, the controls weren't so fluid. Do you know what I mean? It, so was it, it easier choppy. or harder? It Shut is, up, Dylan. <laughs> it's the same. I'm, it's the same. I don't know. I just told you it's the same. It's it's the exact same fucking gameplay. It's the same controller even, so it's it's no different. It just looks better. What do you mean okay. same controller if you're playing it on the Xbox? It's not. Well, we didn't play it on the Xbox. Dumbass. Play it on the PS4. For some reason, I thought so that I same read... I'm, so, I'm sorry for the dumbass comment. <laughs> that was fucking hurtful. <laughs> But yeah, it was the same. Just I, I just nicer. I thought that I had read since the graphics were updated that it 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 was harder to control because it was smoother than the original. Maybe, but uh, I don't. I disagree. I would find that hard to believe as well. I don't I, know. I didn't, I didn't have any. Shit was not smooth. No, it's. I mean, it's it's an adjustment at first because it looks so much better, but yeah. it's the same game. Everything's the same. Yeah, same, same everything. And I would assume, I don't think they're going to even remaster these fully like they did Crash and Spyro. I think these are going to look similar. They may brighten the colors up a little bit, maybe polish a little few of the edges in some of the levels, but I think it's going to be the same game. Yeah. They're so just bringing the it, they're just bringing it to the new system so people can re- replay those games. Yeah. Play the, I, I on their, they don't have to go back and buy a Sega. Right. I think that's a good idea. I think, the, I think that, uh, Disney should do that with, not only with the, uh, just Lion King and Aladdin, but 
I, I somebody told me that there was an afternoon. Ah, fuck, what was it called? Delight. No, uh, <laughs> Disney's afternoon collection. They did a. They did like a. They re-released like Ducktales for Nintendo, Ducktales 2, uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, the game. Like they remade those for the newer consoles. So hmm. I think that's a good idea. I think Disney should do that with their properties. Why the fuck not? Those games are great. So, so this might sound really fucking stupid, but I've sounded really fucking stupid this entire podcast so far, so it doesn't matter. What do you mean? So how does how does Sega, like, does Disney have to, like, if they're going to re-release it for PlayStation, how does Sega, where does Sega fall into this? Do they have to buy it off of Sega? Uh, Sega is still developing games. They just don't have a console. So Sega will probably be involved somehow. Oh, so they'll get a cut, but it would it would be on the PlayStation console. Right. Yeah. I mean, Sega they made. I almost bought it last week. It was, it was uh, Sonic Sonic Racing or Sonic R Racing or something. It's a kart racer, but it has all the Sonic characters. It's a Sega game, but it's made for PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch because Sega doesn't have a console. You just see them okay. in the ending credits. So they're, they're not irrelevant Sega now. Presents. They're s- yeah. No, they're still they're making still... shit. They're still making okay. shit. They still own their characters like Sonic, uh, Streets of Rage. Those are their guys. Golden Axe. Okay. All that stuff. That's still Sega. Golden Axe reboot? That would reboot me. <laughs> Good lord. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my god. Let's uh, let's take a... Sh- Do we have anything else on this? I don't think so. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully it's 20 bucks. Maybe 15. Uh, Let's take a short break. When we get back, we're going to discuss Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back. Shannon Elizabeth. We'll see you there. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to travel through time. I bid you adieu. And we're back, buttholes. Okay, and we're back. Uh, discussing Crash Bandicoot 2, uh, Cortex Strikes Back. Came out in 1997 uh, for the PlayStation, and it's an action platformer game. Uh, the sequel to the 1996 release of Crash Bandicoot. Uh, you play as Crash Bandicoot, a bandicoot, uh, genetically modified, kind of stupid. And the object of the game is to get through each level, collect the crystal, fight the bad guys. Mm-hmm. It's a little different storyline than that. I mean, right. who who are the bad guys and why are they the bad guys? I never thought about it until now. Uh, Cortex, Neo Cortex, is the main villain. He is a scientist, and from what I picked up on from the first one, they uh, they are like genetically modifying all these animals on the island. 
and the the one that they they tried to turn Crash into like a, a weapon, and he was too stupid, and he uh, rebelled. And now they're like trying. Sounds like a good candidate fight. And now they're trying to like get him back, but he's insane. He's, he's fighting back. Yeah, he spins a lot and destroys boxes. Dances a lot too. Yeah, Crash is cool. Like, Great dancer. Like the original original Fortnite dancing. Yeah. So they take off right after the first Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. And they'll just keep leading on. Well, they, uh, yes, so the story picks up uh, after Crash defeated Cortex. In this one, Cortex kind of acts as an ally, telling him Supposedly. to get the crystals and to stop a different, uh, somebody different. I don't remember why. Um, there's another doctor. There's another... Uh, supposed to save the world somehow. Scientist. Uh, doctor in Jin, right? <laughs> in Jin. Engine. Engine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of the villains. Um, but all the while, Cortex is just uh, double agent. He's actually the bad guy. And uh, you kind of know that as the player, but Crash doesn't know that because he's so stupid. Yeah, his sister finds it out. She tries telling him. He still doesn't know. No, he's too stupid. Fucking idiot. Still getting these what crystals. What is he, like a fucking weasel or something? Bandicoot. What is that? <laughs> it's a type of animal. I don't think it is. It is. Like it's an Australian animel? animal. Oh, I could have guessed Australia. Everything's bigger over there. The original concept <laughs> for Crash Bandicoot, he was going to be named Wally the Wombat, but they decided to go with Crash Bandicoot. Oh, Wally the Wombat. Yep. So if, if it plays off of the first one, it's like a continuation, why are the levels the same? I mean, different styles of the levels are the same. They're obviously not the same levels, but... No, not exactly the same, but it's the same. It's not like it's brand new levels. It's still you. You've got the, um, the one where you're jumping on armadillos, and then you've got the the one where you're in the stones and you're jumping through water, basically. Yeah, yeah right. But they That's added, in the first like, one. The polar bear ride and shit like that. Like everything is so much more smooth too. Oh yeah, so good. The first Crash Bandicoot is great for its time. It it uh. It was revolutionary, and it was big hit for the PlayStation, but the second one is so much better, and that's why we decided to play that one for this podcast, because the first one, I think, is damn near unbeatable. It doesn't hold up as well, mm-hmm. and it's just way harder. Uh, yep. The second one, they took all all the things that were good from the original Crash Bandicoot and improved on them and made those the focal points of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the, the, the way the level layout is, you follow Crash... Through these levels, it's a behind camera, um, and you just get you go from the start, and it's just pretty much a straight line. They tell you where you need to go, uh, just different obstacles in each level. Certain levels though will have Crash turn around, come facing towards you, the camera is right in his face, and he'll be chased by either a boulder or Ugh. a giant polar bear. Ugh. They are so high anxiety. <laughs> My God, those the levels only, suck. The only good thing about those levels is. If you die, then you can restart. That's one good thing about Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you oh, yeah. just get to start over. You get as many times, and I had to do that so many damn times on those stupid Did, levels. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a question. Whenever I was playing, sometimes I would keep like I would have to I would have to keep using continuations. Um, 
Then sometimes it would start me off with the uh, Ooga Booga guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Aku Aku. You start at a checkpoint. Is... is it Aku Aku or Uka Uka? I think it's Uka Uka. Because it says Uka Uka. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes it would give you that as like a mercy. Like yeah, if, or if, if it knew you, like you kept dying mm-hmm. in the same part, it would, even if you didn't get it to continue, it would still, before you got the continue, it would like grant you with one of those. So that was yeah. kind of cool. I yeah. thought that was a good touch because it kind of, it recognizes your pattern and what you suck at. I didn't like how it would start to you at some checkpoints though. And it's like a wrong checkpoint. So you got to backtrack around. Mm-hmm. It's like a Y, like you got two ways to go. You pick the wrong one, you're fucked. <laughs> so you, and then you got to backtrack. If you die, go back around. Pissed me off. I didn't like uh, in certain levels where, like Dylan was saying, sometimes it would split off. If you miss the crystal, you might as well just play the fucking level over again. Oh, it, it'll be so much quicker, too. You might as well just die. Kill yourself, bitch. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> you need to so stay off Reddit. <laughs> what's the point of that, then? I guess just you have to go the opposite way to get the boxes so you can get the, the other gym? Yeah. The okay. diamond or whatever? Yeah. So the way each level is presented, uh, there's boxes that contain mostly those uh, apples. Are they apples? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or some kind of fruit. Wampa fruit. Yeah, uh, apples. Mm. Whatever the Australians eat, they probably call them apples. Wampum. <laughs> they look like apples. Apples. Uh, anyway, you have to get these apples. You get 100 to get an extra life, similar to Mario or Sonic. Um, or any other game. Yeah. Uh, but the main goal is to just destroy all the boxes so you have a there's a counter um at and each level it'll tell you like okay you've got 44 boxes to destroy if you get all 44 you'll get a white crystal i'm not sure what all that means like i i know you want to get the crystals i don't know if it unlocks anything uh, you, you didn't 100 percent complete uh-uh, it i couldn't it's i too forgot hard. what it was yeah. i did read into that and I don't have that much time. I know, like I know there are alone. some bonus levels that you can get to, but you can get to those because there's also different colored gems that you can get. So there's the white ones that are in every level. Mm-hmm. If you get all the boxes, you can get a white gem. There's a purple crystal in each level that you have to get in order to beat the mm-hmm. level. And then certain levels have different colored gems that you can only find by going down different bonus paths or, like, secret secret hidden ways. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, like in, in, in the... Um the polar one, you can see the gem, you just can't reach it. Yeah, you get to that in a different level, it'll take you down the tunnel. And then, like, it just different, um, like, there's one of the levels when you're riding on the polar bear, if you get to the end, if you jump back, there's little islands. If you jump all the way back on the islands, you'll go to one of those secret levels. No. I remember seeing that, and then I tried it, and then I died, and I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm moving on. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's one of those things. But what's nice about this game is once you beat it, you can always go back and try and complete it. Mm-hmm. Like you can go back and try and 100% it, go back through all the levels, whatever level you want. Um, well, the the frustrating part about because I I remember seeing I didn't have to use a walkthrough or anything with this game because it's very straightforward. You mm-hmm. just get to the end. But I remember they're very straightforward. But to get to those gems from I don't know from experience, but from like reading or seeing people play it, you kind of have to do it trial by error. Like 
Yeah, if you fall down this specific hole, it might take you to that level or that gem, but it also might kill you. <laughs> so yeah. going going back through, you kind of have to just know you're going to die a lot and figure it out. But that's what's nice about the game is because it's kind of unlimited continues. You get yeah, you may run out of lives, but you just start over where you were. You know. You just... Yeah, but if you if you were to fall down every hole, how long would that take you? Yeah, that's stupid. You wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't do that. Uh, okay, let's talk about uh, Crash Crash's controls because they are improved in this game than they were the last one. So in the original, all Crash could do is run, jump, spin. and spin. In this one, he can also uh, he can crouch. He can crawl. He can jump dig. high. He can dig. He can slide. No. Yeah, he can dig. He can do a he can do a variety of moves. Uh, you also get to ride on uh, the polar bear, which is cool. That's a fun level. I've always liked that. You get a jetpack in this game, or in this yeah, in this one. That's and sweet jetpacks. We cool. need to touch on that because that's awesome. We'll we'll touch on that later when we go over certain levels. But there's also. Uh, <laughs> There's also like a uh, like a jet ski skateboard that you ride on in certain. It's levels. A je- I think it's a jet ski. Um, so yes, I want to touch on a few different levels. We've got like your standard running through the woods, uh, just avoiding obstacles. You fight some turtles, you fight some birds, shit like that. There's Mold. also your your typical ice levels or snowy levels. I did not care for them. I ate it. Those those nitro boxes. Oh. The I actually ice. really like I like the polar bear one. That I was love, fun. I love the polar bear ones, but yeah. not all of those ice levels are polar bear levels. Some of them are just mm-hmm. you slip on the ice, you fucking you can't control yourself, mm-hmm. you run into nitro boxes like Dylan said, stupid. Yeah. Uh, uh, the I mean everything about it though is great. Like they didn't have that in the first. No, those are new. And the walking on the ice, I mean it's it's just like how you would be doing it, you know. The controls don't make it great, though. I did hear that the analog sticks did justice for it, though. Whenever that I never played with the analog. I don't don't have any, but... I only played with the D-pad. I think they came out with the analog sticks around that time. They may have. Uh, Cannot confirm. Uh, Yeah. I can confirm, yes. I did read it. I will. I will. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) I, I, those levels are challenging. And yeah, they look nice, but I just, those were my least favorite out of them. Just too challenging. Yeah. And almost, almost to the point where it's annoying. You know, you can beat mm-hmm. it. It's just annoying. Mm hmm. Trying to find those certain spots to jump. Mm hmm. Oh my god. I did that polar bear level like four different times, maybe. It's terrible. And it at started, it. it's the same spot. There's some. Those shit. damn orcas. Oh, those are something, too. The guys <laughs> lifting the logs. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the nitro boxes are what sets it off. you got to get past those orcas first. Then you get to this landmine field of nitro boxes that you got to figure out. You have to out. time your jump. Oh, yeah. my God. It was the worst. But. But. Whenever you get past like those, it's, it's good. I feel like the, the polar mm. bear level is different, though. Because those are, like... Those are fun. They're fast. They're quick levels, mm-hmm. and they're pretty challenging. But they're ones that you like to play over and over because they're they're pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're going in front of you, not behind you. Like whenever you're fucking running away from a polar, like a gigantic polar bear. I love those. I love those levels. I hated those. <laughs> You'd never speaking know what's of, coming. Speaking of the quick easy levels, I really hated. 
um, the jetpack levels. I I didn't care for those they, either. I thought the controls they were, were terrible. so slow. Because it, because you get like you're set on your controls the entire time, and then you get thrown in this level, and everything's opposite. So you have to like retrain your brain. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would say that's one good thing about this game. Like they went really off the Richter here. Like they, I mean, like, I guess who, who did this back in the day? It was definitely Nobody. a change up, and I remember playing the, those levels when I was a kid, and I really liked them. But playing them nowadays, I would have preferred to just stay, stick with the the course and just run through the level with Crash, as opposed to the jetpacks. I will say that those jetpack levels are the only levels I got all the boxes on. See, it took at, me forever at because that I point, went slow. At that point, I was done trying to get all the boxes. I was just trying to beat the game. So yeah, I definitely didn't do that. I was just blazing really? through and trying oh, to get the yeah. crystal. The jetpack level was hard enough, but. Trying to get all the boxes. Nah. My favorite level, I think, was the uh, the one where it's kind of like uh, like the Aztec level. Uh-huh. Like in the background, uh-huh. you can see the giant uh-huh. ape you... just throwing those barrels. You don't know what it is until you get closer. I you know like what that kind of remind that kind of reminded me of uh, Earthworm Jim. I see. I thought it, the the way it looked, I thought it kind of reminded me of like a like an episode of Rocco's Modern Life. The way the artwork. Well, which is kind of like. I was thinking Gex. Wait. You want to tell me that? Zip your lid. Why? <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but do you remember in uh, Earthworm Jim when you go to the scary level with the cats yep. and you could see them in the background and I could you see could that, see yeah. things going on, but you like you're just like I just need to get through. That level took me forever. Oh my God, I thought that was the best level because like, it's a straight line. You know what you have to do. And there's multiple ways to defeat certain enemies. You can either jump on them or you can slide into them or you can hit them with your spin. You just got to take it step by sure. step. There's no time limit in it, so you can get through it at your own pace. I like that level a lot. Sure, but you are but you also have to worry about your timing with jumping on the moving things. Some of them collapse, so you have to worry about timing. And then, like, some of them you have to jump on a collapsible thing, but then also jump before you die. But also there's another thing on the, like, a, an enemy on the side walking back and forth so you might hit that like it it just it took forever well, for the me level anyway where they switch it up to where the lizards or whatever turtles with the spikes and then they could also do fucking something no, else i forgot that's that's more robotic this is the one with the, oh, okay. the flame throwing the flames would go across the the, gotcha. the yeah, walkways that was that where they came down with the big I don't know what it's like a trap, and it squished me a couple times. There's different <laughs> obstacles. I mean, they reuse a lot of the the obstacles in the uh, enemies, but mm-hmm. I would say it's very monotonous on what they have going on. Oh yeah, there's only so much you could do. But I thought I think where the game really stands out is the boss fights. I like the boss fights. I like how you know they're coming every five levels. And they're all different. That's the easiest part of it, though. They are. Some of them are. Some of them are, yeah. I thought they all were super easy. Pretty sure they all were. Why don't you go through the bosses real fast? Okay, so the bosses are uh, Ripper Roo is a returning character from the previous game. Um, Stupid. He was pretty stupid. (laughs) But he'll just hop around and uh, set bombs. You just gotta avoid him. Hit him three times. You have to hit him all three times. Second boss was Komodo Brothers. I thought they were the easiest, by far. They were super easy, too. And then, uh, the, the, the cat's back. And then the, the, the third, 
The third boss was uh, Tiny Tiger, uh, who he becomes a pretty prominent character in the Crash Bandicoot series. I thought he was difficult. You have to jump into the platforms, that and then they so start to easy. fall. I did not think that, that was easy. I it was thought that was a, easy, too. Yeah. Uh, and then the fourth boss is uh, Engine. Engine. That was a fun boss fight where you throw the apples. You just have to avoid mm. his missiles. I thought that was fun. That that took me forever because I didn't know what I was doing. Like I kept throwing apples at him, but it doesn't really count unless you hit his guns. The targets, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I didn't was, know that, so I had to look at that. I think that's like the one Gunstar thing I had heroes, to look right? at. You got to hit their guns on those. No, it's uh, gun lethal enforcers. Is it lethal enforcers? Mm-hmm. Or you have the target or whatever. And this, you just run side to side, avoid his missiles, and throw the apples at him to hurt him. I thought mm-hmm. that was a fun boss fight. And then the end is Cortex. He's just running away on a jetpack. You just have to catch up to him and spin. That was yeah. the easiest fucking boss fight in no, the game. No. So stupid. That took me it's a while. Anticlimactic. It's good. It's fun, it but good, it's yeah. anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a, it, it was a really good game, though. It looked great. So good. So good. Yeah. Very fun. Um, what else do we have to talk about here? I, I don't know. I mean, anything else you guys want to touch on before we get uh, to the final The only I mean, game that I've played that you, you're running back at the screen, you don't know what the hell's in front of you. <laughs> that's kind of very... That's something when, new, you know. When you Link. hit those check mark boxes, when you get in those caves, you're just like, oh, thank God. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. And there then you hit your check mark, and then... There's but one then part. if you... If you lose your, if you lose enough, and then you have to use your continue, you have to start all the way back at the yeah. beginning. But the thing is, throughout the level, you can start memorizing. So yeah. So if you played enough times, you know where all the the holes are, where the speed pads are, There's, the electric fences. I think it's the first one to where you gotta kind of like jump in a cave or something at the end of one, and the rock is coming at you. And Dylan didn't jump. He just I didn't squished. jump. I was there. I was so there. <laughs> and I had to redo the entire damn thing. Yeah, I I like those levels. They are fun. The, uh, the, the last thing that I wanted to mention is it is a... Uh, this was, It was one of the highest selling games... Or highest... Yeah, highest selling games for the PlayStation. The fourth. Fourth highest selling yeah. game for the PlayStation, which is great. Especially for a sequel, and I think this one got better reviews than the original. Oh yeah, better, and better everything. We'll get to uh, Crash Three Warped, which is just as good, if not better, than this mm-hmm. one. Uh, we just, you know, I wanted to start off with uh, Cortex Strikes Back because I think it's a fucking good game, and there's no reason that, or there's, there's no wonder why Crash was considered the mascot for PlayStation at the time because it's just, it's just a great game. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, some videos of the old uh, or the uh, the game the gamer guys who did all this and they were like yeah it was like a real retro fucking video too like yeah it took us like two million dollars to get this done and the guy like talking he was like two million dollars that's shit (laughs) that's shit in today's money. But it was, it was funny. Sounds great. Didn't need to be said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rachel, uh, let's go ahead and do final thoughts and ratings. Go ahead. Rachel, right. special guest, let me crack this beer. Did you have to spray? Went everywhere. <laughs> go ahead. 
Why don't you just knock your beer over? <laughs> God, I wish you just knocked that beer over. <laughs> Go ahead, Rachel. Come on, goddammit. Okay. Um. Yeah, this is one of the games I remember from my childhood. This is one of the games that I really love playing. There's not much to it, but it's adventure enough that it keeps me going. This is also, oddly, one of the games that, like, I didn't rage quit at all. I died over and over and over again, and it got to the point where I was so, I've, I've played it, like, I played it too long that I started dying, and I was just like, why the fuck did I just run into that thing? I knew it was there. I don't know why I did it, but I died. And it, like, it, I wasn't angry about it, I was, <laughs> I was, um... And I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to start over, and I'm going to do it again. And also, one of the few games that I've actually beat start to finish, so pretty proud about that. I don't I don't know. I did, Crash is up there with Spyro. These two games, is what I, they're what I think of whenever I think of retro gaming. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to score this game. This is probably going to be like a 9... Nine five for me. Holy shit! It's I mean it's it, it's everything you'd want in a game. It's it makes sense. It's I not confusing. It's very straightforward. The levels are straightforward. You need to get to from a point A to point B, but you have all these obstacles in the way that makes it challenging, but not confusing. It's just it's it's a good game. It, that, it is not confusing. Like no. it tells you where you need to go. You just have to get there. Mm-hmm. That's what I It doesn't like. even like yeah, you don't really have an option. You just have to keep moving forward mm-hmm. and Me saying and holy shit, with... like I wasn't disrespecting that score. Oh, but okay. I was kind of surprised that you went that high actually. You go next. Yeah. Uh I I just want to get out. Uh, I would probably rate it like a 9. Uh like a 9 flat, I think. Uh I never used to play these games, the crash games back in the day, but Touch on them now. Uh, Wowzers. I wish I would have played them then. I was stuck on Golden Axe for the longest time, and I never really got to experience like the good ones. Uh, my grandma only bought the six-pack, so I was limited. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, Grandma. The, this, this, this one really broadened my horizons here. But uh, the graphics were great. Uh, the first crash, yeah, they were they were okay. I mean, that was a that was a good start, and they really capitalized on everything. Like even that jetpack level, I liked it. The controls were kind of difficult. I know that they kind of they must have fiddled around with the I don't know the D D buttons and the up down everything. They must have not liked that. I don't know what is it up is down. What is mm-hmm. that? Uh, in, up is in, down. Uh, inverted. Inverted. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they must have tried it the other way. They didn't like it. I don't. I don't. I don't know if they didn't. If they tried that or not. That was the only downfall, but it did make it more difficult. I know a lot of people like that inverted kind of deal. I do, especially when you're doing something like that. Yeah. But that it, it was all great. I mean, the jumping. Uh, we never did touch on that, but you can like crouch and jump further if you're crouching or you can do like a mega if jump. You're, if you're sliding or something, you can jump further. 
But yeah, I mean, this game was pretty spot on. A spot on adventure game. Uh, 9.0. 9.0. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm Thanks, right there. That was a pretty good review. I'm right there with you guys. <laughs> I think I would probably give it like a 9.2. Hmm, just got a 2 up me, huh? Well, I like, I, I think I'd give it bonus points because I played this so much when I was younger. And, uh, it, when you think of the original PlayStation, you think of Crash Bandicoot. I think this is the game that really sold that to me because the original is just fucking hard. This one's better. It's more uh, accessible. Kind of. Sorry, I, it's, I didn't touch on that. It's more of a no, game think, for all ages, I would say. Yeah. I think the first one is harder for sure, but it it doesn't change the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same exact game. It just makes it m- more... Well, like I said, it just improved upon the good things that that one mm-hmm. in the first game and that's yeah. that's what a good sequel is supposed to do it didn't change it didn't make huge changes yeah they threw in the polar bear level and they threw in the uh jetpack and, and shit like that and some of the bosses were different mm-hmm. but there's still callbacks to that original game with cortex being the main villain and then you get ripper Roo in there also who is a returning character so there's some continuity there and yeah. i i think what makes it I think what makes it great is the the Naughty Dog found a way to make you know your your platforming game for the Sega Super Nintendo you know it's just a side scrolling platformer. This they took that genre of game and turned it into made it feel more like an adventure game when in reality it's not. It's just a platformer. Mm-hmm. You, it's 3D. you you beat the level and that's it. You don't go anywhere else. You just uh, you're just running from point A to point B. But yeah. it made it feel different, and I think that's why, like this was a revolutionary game for the time. Mm-hmm. I nine point. What did I give it? Nine point two. I think that's fair. I, I, I'm excited to play the next one because it's been forever since I played Warp, but I remember that being really good too. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to get to it when we do. Yeah. All right. Does that th- leave us nine point two. Nine point two. Should you give it a nine point four. Nine point two five. I give it a nine point two three. Three. I think it's 9.2, 3, 2, 5. 9.2, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we get back, we've got a scenario game. We'll see you there. back ass blasters okay we're back uh we're playing another variation of the scenario game but this time we each picked a video game and we're turning it into a movie so dylan thinks his is the weakest we'll let him go first i think mine's the best andy but that's why i wanted to go first okay get it out of the way uh you go ahead what uh i'll just let you take just take over yeah just let me go 
I'm a peacock, bitch. Let me fly. <laughs> okay, come on. All right. Peacocks don't fly. Exactly, Rachel. It's a fucking movie quote, Rachel. God um, damn it. All right, anyways. How are you supposed to know that's an iconic movie? Mark Wahlberg? What is Will it? Will Ferrell? What movie? The other, other guys. guys? Yeah. The other guys. <laughs> yeah, how do you, you know the movie? Right. Uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. What other one is there? Daddy's Home. Okay, well, I haven't seen <laughs> that one. <laughs> got her. Got her good. Okay, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I picked Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Make it into a movie. Could be done. Yeah, it better be. It should be. I don't know why they haven't yet. So, Tommy Versetti. It's kind of taking off in the same way. It's going to be a remake of the first. And then I'm going to get into the sequel. So, the first setting, uh, the storyline of it, uh, we'll just get into that. Same storyline. Uh, set in 1986, Tommy Versetti gets out of prison after serving like 15 years, uh, for like several murders. I don't know how he got out in 15 years for several murders, but. Plea deal. Apparently it happens. Anyways, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he takes off fighting to be like the kingpin, the crime boss, basically. In Vice City. Yes, in Vice City. Uh, so I'm gonna have, well, originally there was Ray Liotta as Tommy. Good pick. That was very hard for me to, like, think of somebody else to take over that position. I love him. Okay. Uh, Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wild Hogs, anyone? <laughs> Could have said good fellas, but that'll work too. Go ahead. Uh, that's where I went from though. Not Wild Hogs. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ken Rosenberg is uh, William Fichtner. Fichtner. Who's Ken Rosenberg? Uh, he's the lawyer guy, like the corrupt lawyer. I mean, who's the actor? William Fichtner. 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 You would know him. Uh, I don't remember what movie he played on, but yeah, that's him. Okay. Anyways, he's Steve. Or I, I picked Steve Buscemi. Bushimi? Bushimi, yeah. Yes, as him. And I think that's a great pick. Okay. He's funny. And he can be corrupt. Putting <laughs> lipstick on his face. He's crazy. Trying to kill all those guys that bullied yeah. him? Yeah. Thank God go. I didn't kill that guy. Classic throwback. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then Sonny Ferrelli. He's like the, the crime boss in that game. Uh, Tom Sizemore played him. There was a lot of big actors in this. Oh, in this original voice cast. Yeah, in the original. Uh, But I picked James Gandolfini to be the boss. He's dead. Yeah, but if he wasn't. Okay. (laughs) That's who I want to play. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Didn't know they had to be alive. They they don't. This is this is it's fine. It's all good. But anyways, uh, director Quentin Tarantino course classic fucking excellent pulp fiction (laughs) (laughs) excellent okay i like that yeah uh i did do a sequel to the story uh we're gonna take off after tommy becomes the new crime kingpin this all leads up into the original vice city uh 
gameplay. He becomes a new kingpin, crime boss, whatever the fuck he is. And Tommy falls in love. Ooh. Okay. He marries a blonde bombshell. Okay. Margot Robbie. Nice. Oh, I never did mention that Tom Hardy was going to be Tommy. Tommy Hardy. I originally had John Travolta, but he was too old to date Margot Robbie. Very good. Well, your other guy was dead, so. I like it. Yeah, yes, yes. Very good. Okay. Uh, But anyways, she gets kidnapped by a rival boss family, and it's like a real boss family. I picked the Gambinos. Don't know. Like the original, like, five boss families of New York. Does that lead into... Murders. Liberty City stories? Because that's what you should have done. Well, it's, we're bringing it, we're bringing it to, to movies. That's good. So. It could, the second one could have been called Liberty City Stories. That's uh, fine. That's, what it, that's the next game. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. That's the sequel. Well, yeah. The Gambinos are playing it, though. Okay. Anyways, causing Tommy to kill everyone in his way to get her back. Gambino boss played by... Robert De Niro. Very good. Okay. So you got the old gangsters in there. Fuck I like yeah. It. Fuck yeah. Any more? Yeah, it's like no. that cast no. of good fellas. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> okay, Rachel. <laughs> uh, Rachel, you want to go or you want me to? I can go. I actually researched all the Italian boss families and boss actors. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked out perfect. <laughs> okay, Rachel, go ahead. What's your game? All right, my game is The Sims. Of course. Uh, I mean, uh, the director is Jordan Peele. There's already, so it's gonna be, there's already been a movie made out of this. It's called Gamer. Go ahead, Rachel. I have not seen it, <laughs> oh, it's but... It's good. Don't love something. Any hooser. Jordan uh, Peele. Okay. So is this a horror or is this a comedy? It's a horror. It's, it's going to be one of those get out us, you know, all of his newer ones that he came out with that are like... Mind fucking and horror esque, you know. My so the cast is kind of hard because I, I could have any. I mean, it could be infinite cast members, you know. But I tried to stick with the bigger ones. My main character is gonna be Anna Kendrick. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Her supporting character is gonna be Adam Scott. Okay. So it's gonna be. Basically going to be those two. And the plot of the movie is that Anna Kendrick's going to kind of figure out that she's not really in control of her actions. So she's going to be like, what the fuck is going on? And she's going to wrap Adam Scott into it. And they're going to figure out, they're going to like, kind of, it almost like a Truman Show kind of thing. Hmm. They're going to kind of realize something's going on. They're going to try to, you know, survive it. But the part with uh, the Sims is you always have these creepy-ass neighbors. So some of my creepy neighbors, I've got Tom Cruise, creepy neighbor. Good one. That's funny. I've got Glenn Howerton, creepy neighbor. Good job. Mark Duplass, also creepy neighbor. Yeah, he was in the movie Creep. Yeah, it was a creepy movie. Creep 2 was really good, too. Um, Nicole Kidman could be creepy. She's got that creepy, like, like, 
Stepford Wives kind of thing going on, you know? Hmm. And then, so those are my creepy neighbors. And then the gamer who's controlling everything is going to be Eliza Scanlon, which she she's like this redheaded teenager that was in um, Sharp Objects. It's on HBO. We probably didn't see it, but it was a good, good show. Anyway, she's going to be, like, controlling the entire game. And so, yeah, basically the plot of the movie is that Anna Kendrick and Adam Scott are, they're on to what's going on, and then they're just trying to survive, and I didn't, I don't really know where it goes, but it's a good start. It's a good and concept. This, I like it. Could be spooky. I've, it, it's, I think it's going to be spooky, and um, you could have the some sequel. funny things in there, like they could build a swimming pool with no exit. Can yeah, you do that exactly. And kill them. Exactly, Jesus. like the the, the gamer could have had the gamer is just though. make it funny. That's basically it. The gamer's wreaking havoc on these people, and they're like, "Holy shit, something's going on!" And then they have to deal with their creepy ass sim neighbors. It's it makes sense. And then the sequel would be The Sims Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pretty anticlimactic, but I love it. Okay, that's good. I like that one. Uh, okay. Was mine better? Mm, we'll let the <laughs> listeners decide. Uh, okay, my game is Twisted Metal. Okay. Uh, directed by James Wan, who also directed some of the Fast and Furious movies. I don't know if you know that. I do. Uh, I'm glad you love them, though. I haven't seen them. Because you talk so much shit on them. But I think he'd be a good director. Okay, so. Plotline of the movie is these different cars are racing, are in this uh, competition to decide who gets their one wish. They have to meet Calypso to get their one wish. They're all fighting each other. Uh, certain cars will team up, and those will be your, like your main characters so my main characters are uh roadkill played by who's just like a homeless guy played by uh keanu reeves uh and then that's funny uh i've got uh thumper is the uh the hot rod uh like low rider car um played by terry cruz that's fucking funny uh then uh i've got uh, Outlaw, played by uh, Nathan Fillion, which Outlaw is just the cop. And then Pit Viper is the fourth main character, played by uh, Kristen Ritter, Jessica Jones on those So Got some good videos <clears throat> on. Uh, and then the character, or the actor playing Calypso is Jared Leto. So I said he was a good actor. At the He's not that great. But he would be a good Calypso. <laughs> so... Uh, the plot of the movies, these four characters start to stick together, uh, work their way through the tournament, fighting all the other cars. You could see, like, uh, you might see, like, Dark Side, the, the, uh, semi truck would be in it. You could see Mr. Slam in the tractor. I have uh, a question. Go ahead. Are these cars, like, there's actual people? Yeah, they're oh actual Oh my god, drivers. that was my entire thought. Yeah, they're actual drivers. <laughs> like, is it's this not like fucking, It's not like cars. Is this cars in like the movie? Larry the No, they're the Do drivers. They talk? The drivers of these cars are played by these actors. So each one of them has their own uh, reasoning for entering the tournament, and you kind of find out at the end why they're doing it and shit like that. 
And uh, so, like, Keanu Reeves' character, he's the main character in the movie, Roadkill. He uh, enters the tournament because he thinks that it's all a dream and he just wants to get to the bottom of it, figure out what's going on. And uh, the whole thing with Twisted Metal is there's always a twist ending. That's why it's twisted. Right. So he he wins the tournament. He meets Calypso. He asks to like be released from this nightmare. He knows that it's not real. He wants to just go back to living his normal life. He will wake up in a hospital bed, broken bones, almost dead, and then surrounded by all the other drivers. And he finds out that he was in like a big accident on the freeway. But then on the TV... You see, this is setting up the sequel. I gotcha. On the TV, you see that the Eiffel Tower has been blown up, and there's a crazy... Uh, Lunatic that crashed into it. In a... Uh, I fucking knew the sequel. In a uh, ice cream truck. Uh, setting up Sweet Tooth for the next one. Boom. Mm. Did so you guys like does, my movie? Hmm? Does Calypso turn into the bad guy? Calypso is the bad guy. Is I mean, Reeves does he turn into a good guy? Keanu no. Reeves? What? Is Keanu Reeves actually, like, getting in and out of his car? Yes. Oh, okay. He <laughs> just wants to see Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yes, they all do. They all get in and out of their I cars. I just want to make sure these cars don't talk. So, do they have legs? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the drivers have legs. <laughs> oh, so they're real. <laughs> they are real. This isn't fucking Cars, the Disney movie. Okay, guys? They don't have faces on the front of their cars. <laughs> They're not voiced by Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, that's good shit, though. <laughs> Although maybe he'll be uh, Sweet Tooth. That movie made millions. Maybe he'll be Sweet Tooth in the sequel. Well, I'd hope not, because that'd be dumb. <laughs> okay, that was fun. Uh, I think I won. <laughs> I doubt it. Dylan's I liked good. mine. I thought my story was good. <laughs> I think we liked all of ours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that was cool. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's move on to recommendations. What did you guys see this week? What do you recommend? Dylan, you go first. Mm, God, I watched a lot, actually. I had a lot of time on my hands. Uh, <laughs> I finally watched Toy Story 4. It was great. Yeah, excellent. I watched Spider-Man Far From Home. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Made so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> finally. <laughs> he listened to the podcast before he watched it. Yeah. It was great. Okay. Uh, I've also watched the I I think it's called One Land on Netflix. It was pretty good. It was weird. It was hard to get into, but I watched it all of it. You recommend it? It was a like a small series. Do I recommend it? Yeah, because you get to see like a lot of little pokies. Okay. <laughs> Rachel, what do you recommend this week? You done? Cutting this fucking mic off. Rachel, what do you what do you recommend this week? Um. All right. I have. I guess I could say two, but first one, uh, Good Boys. So funny. It was hilarious. It's like a super bad for sixth graders. I, I mean, it, we were talking about this before the podcast, and you were saying that um, it didn't. You don't think it's going to hold up? I can't see how it doesn't. I would watch that movie three or four times in a row. Yeah, he was talking um, about the jokes not holding up, which I didn't understand yeah. what you saying. Well, from what I've heard, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know for sure. But from what I've heard is the jokes all kind of uh, pertain to, like, 2019. 2019. So in a few years, the jokes might be outdated. 
that's the same like look back at awesome power jokes like they still hold up awesome yeah the awesome powers jokes hold up because it's a fucking classic 90s movie 2019 what's so special about 2019 nothing Exactly, and then Seth know. Rogen comes in and makes a special movie about these little asshole kids. It's so funny. It is hilarious. I'll watch Healed it. up. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. We'll just bleep that out. Okay. Uh... Wait, I have one more. Or do you want me to not? Go ahead. Okay. Um, I also, last night, I went and saw Hustlers. Heard J-Lo. Amazing. Oh my god, it was so good. J-Lo should not look the way that she does. There's no way a 50-year-old woman should not have any wrinkles or stretch marks or anything on her body. She looks like she's 25, and it's amazing. And not only that, but the plot is amazing. It's based on a true story, isn't it? I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. I, I, it I don't is. know for sure. I think it is, yeah. But um, it's just kind of like a, you think it's escalated, and then it just keeps escalating. And it, it's so good. So good. Okay, Hustlers. Awesome. I want to I wanna watch that movie. You should go. It you, looks good. I bet you do. But there's so many pokies. <laughs> <laughs> so many slappies. Okay. Uh, uh, I recommend, let's see, what did I, I watched it, Chapter 2. Hell yeah. Uh, I really like that. Yeah, Pretty scary. I thought it was scary in the first one. It was long, but hmm. good. Uh, Bill Hader's excellent in it. I actually thought everybody was excellent in it. There was nobody that was bad. Hmm. Yeah. No, I thought the entire movie was really, really, really good. Really well done. Not scary, though. Okay. Well, blow that out your ass, then. I didn't uh, think the second one, the original second one, was that scary. No, oh, I didn't oh, okay, okay. No. I, I just want you guys to spoil it. Is there a fucking spider in the end? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. But it's it's different and it's way better. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, I doubt it. I, trust me. I think. Is it? it. <laughs> yeah, the original one sucks, but this one is better. <laughs> I well, promise it is. Fucking hate it. Um, oh, he's gonna get that spider. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, my favorite part, Rachel. You know this. Whenever they uh, they open that little fridge and. There's that head, you know, and then the head grows spider legs. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is fucking sweet. Okay, but that's not the end, Dylan. So. <laughs> Great. Close your mouse. Oh, well, he got that fucking spider. He, he got it. Uh, and then also I recommend, uh, I've been reading, I'm not finished with it yet, but I'm reading a uh, uh, Batman comic book. It's called The Long Halloween and supposedly the new Batman movie with, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Edward Norton? No. <laughs> Who's the guy that's going to be the new Batman? We've already talked about this. What's his name? Uh, is it Edward? No, I think his vampire's no. name was Edward. The vampire was Edward. What the fuck oh, is that guy's name? The guy from Twilight? Yeah. Yes. What is his name? I can't Patterson? think of it. Robert Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, yeah Robert. that's it. Or is it Pattinson? Robert Pat. Patterson. 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 I think it's Patter, Patterson. Pitter, Patter. Get at her. Either way. Uh, <laughs> the, the rumor is that the new Batman movie that he's starring in is going to be based on The Long Halloween. It's pretty good so far. Hmm. I'm about halfway through. And it basically tells the, the origin of Two-Face, which we did get to see in the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. But it's just it's a little bit different. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. Are they... Dark Knight, yeah. 
Well, God. I agree. So good. Is that what you're recommending? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it. Uh, let's, uh, unless you guys have anything else, that's the end of the pod. No. I'm good. Make sure to, uh, download, subscribe. You can listen to us on iTunes, any Android app, Stitcher, uh, Breaker, whatever the fuck. We Did on you Spotify? figure out Spotify? Yeah. Uh, I didn't get good, that email, good, Rachel. Good take, Rachel. I didn't get that email, <laughs> you, you fuckers. Um, Damn it. Uh, I confirmed the email address, so what's, it's what's, confirmed. What's the deal here? Fuck get back on up? it. Follow us on what's Twitter. What's the hold up on Spotify? Follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram, at CouchCo1. Uh, make sure you email us any questions or suggestions for new games, any comments you want, at CouchCoPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Special thanks to Kenny Mack for the theme song. Special thanks to Chris Berry for the logo. Until next time, I'm your host, Andy Yeager. And I'm Dylan. I'm Rachel. Give us some pokies. We'll see you guys next week.